Hey sluts, you're listening to the Sacred Slut Podcast, hosted by me, Becca Cavanaugh. This podcast is for you if you are ready to live a life full of pleasure, passion, and prosperity through your unique magnetism. This podcast will give you everything you need to step into your power, to embrace your deepest desires, and help you start living your most pleasure-filled life right now. Each week, we will dive into topics like business, spirituality, sex, relationships, wealth, empowerment, and anything and everything you can think of so that way you can be, do, have, and hold it all to create a life that turns you the fuck on. I use these tools and teachings in my own life to magnetize massive success in the form of people, places, opportunities, and experiences that have me feeling the most turned on. And now I coach my clients on how they can use their own magnetism to build a life and business that is just as profitable as it is pleasurable. I want you to think of this podcast as your weekly dose of pleasure that will get your juices flowing and leave you craving for more. I am so turned on to have you here, so let's dive in. Hello, 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 and welcome back to the podcast. Super excited to have you here as always. Thank you for listening. How is your week? How's your weekend? I hope you're having a great day so far, wherever, whenever you are listening to this. So today, in the theme of business building, in the theme of all the things that I've been talking about a lot, a lot recently, because as you guys know, Baby Biz Bitch is out on pre-sale right now, and even maybe by the time you're listening to this, um, it could be launched and out. So, um, So right now, we're focusing a lot on like the actual strategic sides of business. I think it's really important to combine strategy, energy, all the things, right? And I really do believe that we need both, right? We can't, I see a lot of coaches leaning one way or the other and not a whole lot that are like actually in between. And I would actually say that I probably lean a little less strategy, a little more mindset, but I try to keep like a very healthy balance between the two because you need both, right? You need to feel like you have the strategy put in place. And I think I've talked about this in the past around like a very masculine structure with your feminine flow, right? And having that kind of move in between, have give yourself that like structure so that way your feminine can just like flow and feel good in business and your intuitive side can flourish and that is where like a lot of creativity a lot of magnetism comes and all the things right and I think that when we especially as more like intuitive sensitive empathic entrepreneurs we need that like we we don't have enough representation of the both and, right? We we have a lot of just strategy, all strategy, um, bro marketing, all that stuff that honestly just really does not resonate, right? It's the hustle, it's the cold DMs, it's all that jazz. And then the other side of it is this very like lofty, just like be in your energy and all the things. And like when you are trying to run a business, <laughs> like if you've never run a business before, it's going to be like, what the fuck does that even mean? Like, I don't even know what this bitch is talking about, right? It's like, just like be in my energy. What are you talking about? So (laughs) 
I like to have both. I like to have a balance just with anything. It's the both and it's all the things for me. And, um, it's always about balance. So today I'm, is really going to be a reflection of that in this episode because we're talking about client attraction. We're talking about ideal client attraction. And this was really brought up. I think this topic is talked about so much, but honestly, you guys, I think I have a much different insight to this than I've been taught because I've just seen it in my my actual life, like, you know, like in my actual business. And I want to give kind of like a different lens of what ideal client attraction looks like. And this was kind of inspired because on my Instagram, somebody had put this in, in a little Q&A box. And I was thinking like, no, like we really need to sit down and talk about this because it's talked about too much, but not in the way that I think would be really beneficial and serving. Um, So that's kind of what we're going to dive into today. So honestly, I'm not really sure how I'm going to structure this episode. (laughs) I'm kind of all over the place. I'm, I'm leaving. I'm, I'm going out of town. Um, not this week, but next week. So like you guys, I have not left the house. I have not left the house. Like most of us, right. In like almost two years, And even before that, because I didn't really travel that much before. And, um, you know, my mind is just, there's a lot going on. So, um, like I said, if this is a little unstructured, if this is a little all over the place, um, sorry, not sorry. That's just how it needed to come out today. (laughs) And um, I got a lot going on. I got a lot going on. You guys know I'm launching this course. And, of course, I'm launching a course while I'm... I'm going on vacation um, because that is just how I am, you guys. <laughs> like, I literally, I I was thinking about this the other day and I was just like, it's because, this is why, it's because I just need to channel shit. And like when something comes in, I just have to get it out as like, I, and it's not even like, I'm rushing through it or like trying to get it out or whatever, whatever. It's like, no, the energy is so potent right now. And I know that like when I channel this, it's going to be so fucking powerful in like this course and all these videos. And like, it just so happens that it got channeled right before I'm about to go on this big vacation. <laughs> it's not a huge vacation. Um, and it's not really, it's more like a trip. Um, I'm doing a girl's trip with uh, my friends. So anyway. I'm like, uh, and I'm, I'm planning it. So, um, anyway, long story longer, uh, basically, uh, I'm, I have a lot of things going on and a lot of messiness going on and that's just who I am nowadays. So, uh, take it or leave it. So anyway, (laughs) let's talk about ideal client work. Um, so first I want to preface this by like, if you've never done ideal client work, This may be a little bit confusing for you, um, but I think that we all kind of have like a general consensus of what ideal client work is. And if you don't, then you definitely, definitely need to get baby biz bitch because we go so in depth with that. And if you want to learn more about what that would look like, I have my free ideal client uh, playbook and I'll link all that down um, below for you guys. So if you don't know about ideal client work, basically you know, this is kind of the foundation of where you're going to launch your business and how your service-based business, right? Um, Especially. 
And this is like, instead of, I really preach instead of like niching down or things that keep us stuck, right? That we mainly just out the gate focus on your ideal client and who is the type of person that you actually want to work with and how can you help them? How can you transform them? Um, How can, you know, how are you guys going to be co-collaborators in your service-based business, right? And of course, this is going to look different from industry to industry, but ultimately you can do this across so many industries, even if you are selling products, right? If you're selling products, like no matter what, your ideal client has a problem that you can solve. And your ideal client, like even if you have a product, that is something that could be like making their life easier in some sense, right? Um, So some things I see with ideal client work is that I see a lot of coaches talk about like your ideal client is you a couple years ago. I don't believe in that. I think that that creates this feeling of, first off, that doesn't go across multiple industries. And so it's very limited to coaches, I feel like, um, the coaching industry, which is all fine and dandy. I know that for a long time that that did resonate with me, but now I'm, as I'm expanding, actually being an educator in this and actually taking on way more clients that are just um, not necessarily coaches, right? But have their own service-based business. um, It's very apparent that like you are not your ideal client, right? And I think that we can get lost in the sauce here when we're thinking about that our ideal client is two years ago us or a couple years ago us. It's it's very like first off misleading and it just doesn't um, it doesn't work across industries, right? It's only really the coaching industry, and even then, I think it's a little bit problematic because it starts to create this almost like a meshment with your ideal client, which is like. Because at the end of the day, you're, you are not your ideal client. I want to make that very, very clear because I think that we start to create this pattern where our ideal client is very, very, very similar to us. And then basically it kind of creates this dynamic where we are enmeshed with our clients or we feel like everything that resonates with us will resonate with them. And instead of seeing them as like what they need, what they need help with, we are now like clouding our own experiences and our own judgments and all that jazz onto our client. And I think that that creates a, just like a kind of unbalanced, um, unhealthy dynamic that if left unchecked could start to create problems in the coaching to client relationship or whatever type of relationship you have with your client. So, um, so I want to make that very clear at the gate that like you are not your ideal client. So when you're going in with this, I want you to be just like eyes wide open. Like who do I want to help? How can I help them? And why can I help them with this? What makes me feel really confident about helping them with this? And I want you to think about like, life experiences, the things that you've been through, the mindset that you go into, right? And I think a lot of the times we can get really 
like stuck around this if we feel like we're not an expert enough. I don't really believe in being an expert. Um, I don't believe in any of that. I think that we're all just like doing the best that we can with the knowledge that we have at this present moment, right? And I don't believe in waiting. Like I don't believe that you have to just like wait and wait and wait to like get all these qualifications to then help people, right? You can start that process now, but also understanding like your limitations to your ideal client. So I think that you have to be real with yourself around like what you can hold, all that stuff and remain in integrity while also understanding that like you can share your life experiences or you can share your expertise around things like that and that it doesn't have to always be like this very um, high level um, expert education, right? So let's talk about a little bit uh, around client attraction and what that would actually look like. So some of the mistakes I see with new business owners is that they're not really not clear. They're not clear enough around their ideal client. And so therefore they're not speaking to their ideal client and they're just kind of sharing their stories. Now there's nothing really wrong with this, but again, this goes back to this old kind of advice of like, I'm my ideal client. So everything I share benefits my ideal client. And Yes, but also no, right? We don't want to always be centering ourselves. We want to make sure that we are also centering our ideal client, right? If not more often than not, we want to be centering our ideal client and having our ideal client see us as the guide, right? We are the guide. We are not like the person that's, you know, um, that story always needs to be centered. Now, I think that there's also a place and time for it. Like we, we do need to share our stories and this goes into different like content creation type stuff. This builds like known trust factor. Like obviously you want to share whatever you want to share, but the people that are really fucking good at this, what they do is that they start to link their own experiences to like positioning themselves as an expert to then link it down into said offering into whatever it may be, right? And that is really, I think, the kind of magic that you can create by sharing your own story. And that could position you as like the expert or the guide or somebody that's just been there, right? Been there, done that, and knows the way, right? So again, going back to this clarity, I think that a lot of people get stuck around ideal client work. And especially when you're a new business owner, you just want to take on everyone. Like you just want to take everyone in. Um, and you're not really sure, like, where do I go from here? Where do I start? What my prices should be? Like, you just want somebody to say yes. And I, I try to get my clients to really avoid that and just simply go into like, straight ideal client work and start speaking to their ideal client to start attracting their ideal client. Because I will tell you that like, it is not impossible to attract clients without being clear around like, you know, not being confident, not being clear, like people are getting clients without all this, right? But are they working with their ideal client? So we want to make sure that we are continuing to start getting clearer and clearer and clearer. Now this is a process. It takes time, but ultimately you want to start moving that needle forward of like, how can I connect with my ideal client? How can I show them that I am the guide that I can be trusted, right? Um, that they know that they can, they feel like they already get value and trust me from whatever I'm putting out right now. And, 
that in turn will help me kind of connect with my ideal client and have them see me as somebody that they would want to hire, right? And I think that this also goes back to, I know that with my ideal client, it's very recognizable. Like my clients understand that out the gate, like they really fucking trust me because of all the content I put out. They consume the content, they put all the things and like, they just really trust me at that point. And like, I already know we're a match because I'm just so open. I'm so transparent and I just share everything. And I make sure that I'm always kind of gearing myself towards that type of content. Right. So it just makes it easier for everybody, right? Um, When you're going through this process. So so that is kind of the first thing. I think that's the first just out the gate. I see a lot, a lot, a lot with clients and just content and all that jazz. So then number two, another thing I see a lot is that they are not embodied. So what I mean by this is that as the coach, as the service provider, you are not embodied in your work. And this can create an energetic disconnect to your ideal client, right? Because I think this brings up feelings of like, I'm a fraud. I'm not, you know, doing all the things. I'm, you know, whatever, whatever. And like some of that, you know, most of that is not true, let's be honest. But I think that there's something to say as well of like, there are so many people that are not practicing what they're preaching. And that can create just like this energetic unalignment. And so naturally, we start to attract clients that are not necessarily like the ideal client that we want to work with, because we are not like, this version of ourselves that we feel like we can hold that ideal client. Does that make sense? Like what we're doing is that we are kind of playing into a paradigm that we haven't touched yet and we're not practicing the things that we are preaching. And that I think is kind of an integrity thing. And so therefore we naturally kind of push away clients or we naturally um, don't attract the clients that we want because of that, because we're not embodied in our work. And so I think like part of this is taking a step back and just recognizing like, do you want to be more embodied in what you're preaching or do you need to shift gears here? Right. So like if you're, let's say preaching, you know what, I'll use myself as an example. Okay. So a lot of, you know, me from doing like feminine and masculine energy stuff, sexuality stuff, all that stuff, right? So there was a point in my life where I was really embodied in that, but then I slowly kind of faded in that and then it didn't resonate as much anymore. And so instead of like continuing to force it, I was just like, you know what? Like I'm not embodied in this. So therefore I'm not like, you know, having the business that I really want because I'm talking about something that I'm just no longer resonates anymore. That no longer is something that I feel embodied in. And I know that's creating a disconnect and I know that's hurting me and my business. So now I'm going to shift it. Right. So you need to like be real with yourself for a second of like, do I need to shift like my focus on what I'm creating for my type of work for my business? Right. Or do I just need to become more embodied? Right. Because sometimes like, 
you know, let's say you're preaching journaling, you're preaching all these things and you're not doing that work. Like that's just such a simple shift. And I'm not saying that we need to be perfect all the time, but like, I think that when we're preaching something, we need to also just like be embodied in it. And I think every time I, um, create something, I always am like, like, for example, I'm creating baby biz bitch right now. And like, I'm going through the practices. I'm doing the work. Like, even though I know all this stuff and I've been doing it for a really long time, I'm like, let me redo this as if I was the client. Like, as if I was somebody purchasing this program, like, what would I change? What would I do differently? And like, and I also think that when I did this rebrand, it was also kind of scary because it was one of those things of like, um, it asked of me a different version of myself that I was hiding from. So for example, I really wanted like what was starting to really resonate was this kind of very bold business model. And I was like, oh my God, that's a little stretchy, right? That's a little edgy, but it was super exciting because I was like, you know what? This is a challenge for me and this feels really fucking good. And sometimes I see a lot of business owners being really stagnant in their work because now what they're doing or what they've preached in the past or whatever no longer resonates and no longer feels like a challenge, right? And I think like something that's really fun for me <laughs> is like actually letting my business stretch me, like letting my business model expand me. And when I start to feel stagnant, I go, okay, well, what do I need to look at differently? What do I need to do differently? And I think that when I started creating new offers, I was like, this is so fucking expansive because now it's asking for this version of me that I've been like trying to like stay small in and it's asking me to like see the stuff that I've been kind of avoiding right and I think that that um again going back to this expert model like I don't believe in being an expert I believe in rising to the fucking challenge and being willing to just like figure it out and go forward right and I think that this is really reflective in my own business so that is what I would want to offer up to you as well is that if you feel like you're attracting clients that are not in alignment, like let's look at your embodiment. Let's look at what is happening here. And then the next thing, this really ties in with embodiment, but it's also not like the feeling that I see a lot of business owners, and this is what I work with my clients on a lot, is that they're not strong in implementing their business practices. So this means like this could look like pricing yourself a certain way, feeling like your ideal client or like, you know, whatever type of clients can only afford a certain level, which I could do a whole other podcast about that. Um, we don't want to cap our fucking clients income. Like that's so, we don't want to do that. Um, and the other thing here is like, not being strong in their authority as a business owner. So again, going back to this client work, I think that there's a lot of, um, we feel like we need to kind of bend and break for our clients. And what I have found over and fucking over again, you guys, for so long that I've been doing this, what I've seen is that we, when we bend and break for our clients, it doesn't serve anyone. It hurts everyone. It hurts us. It hurts our clients. And we need to stop doing that. And this could look like boundaries, but also just like holding your authority as the guide, as the expert, right? And 
I think that we often, um, I'd, I'd give my clients a lot of space. I customize the experience. Like my one-on-one, like obviously is high level and it's completely customized and I meet them where they're at, but there's also a level of like, I am still in authority and I am still in, um, integrity with my work and I have to keep showing up for them. And I want to show them the way, right? Because a lot of the times our clients don't know what they need. We need to show them what they need by being the guide, by being the expert, right? And this goes back to your ideal client work. Like how are you going to show up for your client strong and in your integrity as a business owner, in your practices, and just like, yes, meeting them where they're at, but also just coming back to this feeling of like, I am the guide. I get to show them what they need, right? Because sometimes when we leave too many options open, it can create a lot of confusion and then we're not moving anywhere, right? So again, how can you go back to look really in depth around your client experience and attaching that to your ideal client, right? We want to make sure that your ideal client is going to feel supported inside your experience. And I would really argue that the experience, the client experience starts the moment that they come in contact with your content. That is when my client experience starts. Um, so it's right when they come into contact with my branding, my message, my all of that, right? It's not just when they book a call with me, right? It's It starts from the beginning. It starts from right when they come into contact with my energy. So again, how are you going to make sure that that ideal client feels supported and safe throughout that whole process and that they feel held by you, right? Because when you're bending and breaking for your client, they are not feeling supported, They are not feeling like, you know, they feel like things are open-ended. They feel like things are not, um, that they're not supported. And this goes again, going back, if we want to bring back the feminine and masculine in this, you have to be the masculine right now. You have to be in that, that, um, energy of like, I'm going to hold you and they need to feel safe and supported in that. Otherwise they're not going to invest their money. Like, you know, it's just, It's something that is such in high integrity that I see a lot of coaches missing the fucking mark on this. Um, They're missing the mark on client experience. They're missing the mark on transparency. They're missing the mark on all of these things that would benefit everybody, all parties involved, right? And again, this is kind of what gives the coaching industry a bad name. And I know that if you're listening to this podcast and you want to be a coach or if you want to be a service provider, you want to do it in a way that's in integrity, that's going to benefit everybody, that's going to be a you know, somebody that really fucking cares about this industry. So again, we need more people talking about this client experience, right? And going back to your ideal client here, the client experience needs to match. It needs to match who your ideal client is, what they need support in, and how are you going to hold them through every step of the fucking process, right? And this is how you're going to retain clients. This is how you're not just going to attract clients. Because what I see a lot again and again is that there are many, many coaches that can attract clients like no other, but can they retain them? And I don't know about you, but I personally much rather retain my clients 
then continue continually always launching, always bringing new clients in, you know, like there's only so much that I want to do that. Right. And especially with like one-to-one coaching, we want to make sure that like, I can feel like I can somewhat retain my ideal client. Right. So this is kind of my thoughts on it is like going back to this ideal client work. It's not just, you know, understanding what they're, favorite ice cream is and their favorite color and where they shop. Like we want to be very fucking intentional about this. And again, going back to baby biz bitch, I, we pretty much bypass all of that shit that I see a lot in the industry and go straight to getting really connected with the transformation that you're providing with your ideal client and then creating and customizing a client experience that they're going to feel really safe and supported in, and then getting you really connected to yourself as a coach, as a, as somebody that can hold this type of space, no matter what type of service you're providing, right? Um, and understanding your ideal client from a very holistic viewpoint and infusing that into your content. So that way your ideal client feels like, oh my God, this person gets me. They understand me and I can trust them to hold me throughout this process. And so therefore I'm going to look for that. I'm going to go for them, right? Because I already feel seen and supported by this person. So imagine what the fuck I'm going to feel when I hire them. So that's really the connection that we want to make with your ideal client is that we want to, we want to cut out all the bullshit (laughs) of like, what their favorite color is and all that. And we want to get really connected with their values, who they are as a person, what the type of transformation you feel like you can provide and hold throughout that process. And this will, ideal client work is ongoing, right? This isn't just something that you're going to do a one and done boom. Like this is going to continue to grow and evolve as you grow and evolve in your business. And again, going back to this embodiment piece of like, be willing to like, let yourself stretch, let yourself find new ways of how you're going to dive deeper into this work. And I think that that's what is the difference between business owners that last for, you know, have big success over like a couple years versus people that have long-term success in this industry or any type of service-based industry is that they're always evaluating and growing. So if you guys want access to Baby Biz Bitch, it's now enrolling for pre-sale. I don't know when you're listening to this. It could be out already. It could be not. I could be on vacation. I don't know what the fuck's going on. So whenever you're listening to this, just look down in the link in the show notes and it'll all be outlined for you there. So you just click the link and you should know if it's pre-sale, then you're getting a huge discount. If it's not on pre-sale, it's still a great deal. So go ahead and look at all of that. So Love, love, love you guys. Can't wait till the next episode. Please let me know if you loved this and you want to hear more. And yeah, we will chat very, very soon. Have a beautiful week. Thank you so much for listening to the Sacred Slip Podcast. I hope this episode has your juices flowing and has you feeling inspired to create your own version of a pleasure-filled life. I would love, love, love it if you could leave this podcast a rating and review, hopefully five stars. This really helps out the podcast to reach more women like yourself so that way we can empower each other and create a beautiful community. 
If this episode has brought you value, please share with a friend, a family member, your partner, a coworker, or even on your social media. If you do post on your social media, make sure to tag me at Becca Jo Kavanaugh on your Instagram. So that way I can thank you and send you so much love. Also make sure you are subscribed to the podcast so that way you never miss an episode. If your pussy and intuition is craving more and to dive deeper into this work, check out my website and ways that you can work with me through my signature courses and intimate coaching containers. Sending you so, so much love, and I will talk to you on the next episode. Bye, sluts.